Welcome back to Faith FM. We we have come into the second hour of our show. It is 8.04 a.m. And I would be asking you, Darren, I would be asking you to give me another clue for the quiz. Yep, yeah. Well, want another one? No. No, why? I don't. Why? I don't want another one because someone won. Someone, someone rang in and guessed it. Someone rang in and guessed the... Well, but I've only given three clues. You've only <laughs> given three clues. Yeah, well... Mate, too bad. When someone when someone wins the prize, they win the prize, and that is it. Shout out Jackie. Um, she has called up and answered correctly. The answer, of course, was Isaac. We will be getting a prize to you, Jackie. So thank you for tuning in and continue to tune in with us as we head into our Encounter with God section. We have come to our Bible study for today. And, of course, we have, man, we were just blazing a trail yesterday. We're, we're right in the middle of, the, of these two. Beast. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> what a spot we to be. <laughs> going, we were just going hard in, in in Revelation 13. Of course, we've been studying through the book of Revelation, and yeah, we've been going through these two beasts, these two sorry beasts, and 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 like we've been saying, this is not a light breakfast. No, this is no. this is not a light Bible study. This is uh, this is wheat bix with everything else added in. <laughs> yeah, this is this is wheat bix with sugar and honey and like banana you know, and, and tomato sauce on. Oh, top. what? This is, this is really heavy. This is uh, this is some hard to hard to swallow kind of stuff. But it is it is amazing. Like I think the thing about what we're reading through, you know, we're talking about the Antichrist. Yep. You know, probably one of the most single speculated subjects. Movies, movies and everybody else talks about it. You know, the 666 I, and all that. I mentioned on air last week one time how, you know, just looking at some some forums on Facebook, you, you know, I came across a Christian, you know, Protestant Christian forum that was like, you know, they just put up a post that was like, who do you think the Antichrist is? And you go through the comments and it's just a bunch of people guessing. Yep. They're like, yep. oh, you know, it must be this person or that person or, you know, it must be this thing. And it comes at this time. Someone told me it was barcodes because um, there's, there's, there's 666 yeah, and some barcodes. Yeah, yeah. barcodes. <laughs> um, oh, man, is Obama, Osama yes. bin Laden. <laughs> Trump. <laughs> uh, a, big, a big computer from Belgium That's in the right, 1970s. That one. <laughs> um, like, yeah, there is this so much speculation around this, but of course we have determined that the Bible is so clear. Yeah. The Bible is so, so clear. It gives us signs. It gives us, you know, a when, a where, a what, you know, just completely tells us like, okay, this is where you should expect it, you know, coming from. This is yeah. when it'll be, you know, rising up. And this is when, it, you know, it even gives details as to, you know, the, it's, it's political movements. It says, yeah. oh, yeah, it's going to receive, you know, a deadly, uh, a proverbial deadly wound, you know, a, a massive blow, um, you know, in this time, and 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 we we went through the signs, and I'm not going to go, you know, super in detail. We did, again. Yeah. <laughs> we did it yesterday and the day before, and the day before. But essentially, we we came to the conclusion that the Antichrist is the papacy, um, yeah, is the, the papal re- system, the papal system. Yeah. Um, and that you know, of course, we said, okay, you know, if you're part of the Roman Catholic Church, it doesn't mean that you know you're you're part of the Antichrist and you're lost. No. But it is that. That system of worship, um, that you know, that the, this whole idea of forgiveness and, and and God being being a man, and 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 you know, we, we saw and the system saying that they are, are just as powerful, if not more powerful, than the Bible, mm. um, and that they can change um, laws and seasons mm. and times. And of course, again, the Bible just being profound as as it is, as we've been reading through Revelation chapter thirteen and its parallel chapter in chapter seven, you know, gives us the, you know the geographical 
location and the time period and we can just see without you know beyond speculation beyond a shadow of a doubt it's like okay this is the antichrist you know yep. Um, yep. which is awesome you just need to read the bible and you'll know so um, but then yesterday we moved on to the beast of the earth of course in revelation chapter 13 there are two beasts there's a beast of the sea which is you know very clearly is talking yep. about the antichrist um, and then there's a beast of the earth and we we determine that you know they, they the call land, them beast yeah. um they call them beasts because they're nations. Um, and then we started working through the signs. Let's just do a quick review of the signs that um, Revelation chapter 13 is giving. We start in verse 11. Do you want to read verse yeah, 11 for it us? Says, and I saw another beast come up out of the earth. He had two horns like those of a lamb, but he spoke with the voice of a dragon. Mm, so we determined from from this symbology, obviously, yeah. the lamb in, in the Bible. What does that symbolize, Darren? Well, when you read through the Bible, look at the lamb, um, it's always symbolizing um, Jesus. It's symbolizing Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, so this would be a nation that would be lamb-like, you know, yeah. has two horns like a lamb. You know, it would be, it'd be a lamb-like nation. So, you know, it, so, it so fundamentally... So you're looking for a Christian nation, well, I guess. Yeah, it would, be, it would be upholding the principles of Christ. And, yeah. and, and, and I think something that's, that's important about this is what, one of the principles of Christ and one of the principles of the Bible when it comes to politics very clearly is the separation of church and state. Yeah. The, the, you know, God knows. You know, God knows more than anything. And this is why um, even in the civil, you know, in the, in the times of the theocracy, God gives a, you know, a, God gives a, a religious law and the Ten Commandments and ecclesiastical yeah. law, but then he goes through and God himself um, gives a civil law yeah. With civil penalties, and, and people could say, "Oh, well, if God's making the law, well, then isn't that the 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 you know the bringing together of church and state?" But even in that circumstance, in a theocracy, it's like, no, God is saying here, "Hey, we have you know a religious sector, you know, with, yep. with ecclesiastical laws, but then I, I want you as civil Israel, as a, as a nation, to have your own laws." Um, and ev- but eventually, you know that leads down through history and of, of course we well we, we kind of do but not really have you know uh, the the civil Israel living by the same civil laws as ancient Israel yeah um, but yeah no something that uh, Jesus is very clear he you know on the separation of well Jesus says render unto Caesar things that are Caesar and the God things that are God he says there is a separation are, but he paid his taxes but he pays <laughs> his taxes of course yeah. you know Jesus you know God knows Jesus knows they're like hey you know separation of church and state is a good thing religious liberty is a good thing yes. because it comes down again you know one of the th- God is love the Bible says God is love and, and one of the most important factors of love is free choice if if free choice doesn't exist then there's no love and so if there's no freedom of religion then there's no love so so whenever you get a a church and a state coming together and and the state's trying to enforce their laws you know there's going to be trouble there is going to be trouble and so i think when when i look at this 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 beast and then it says it's lamb like um i would say okay so if it's truly lamb like because it's not saying it's it's not saying it's oh you know like the antichrist for example again is a christian nation that's represented by a dragon yeah, because it's not true Christianity. It's it's false Christianity. It's false worship. It's it's false religion. Um, whereas this this nation here is 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 made on principles of Christianity. One of those being the separation of church and yeah. state. So we're going to see that as one of their 
fundamental, you know, especially in its inception, one of yeah. their fundamental kind of um, laws, one of their fundamental, uh, you know, uh, I wouldn't use the word doctrines because we're not we're not talking yeah. about a, 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 you know, we're talking about a political nation here. But one of their their fundamental ideals is that there is this religious liberty and this separation of church and state. And I've actually heard it said before that the two horns of 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 the lamb is are those two things: religious liberty and the yep. separation of church and state. Of course, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't take that to the hills. I wouldn't back that completely, but you know, I think it's a fair assumption. Something you can read into there. It's, but I guess looking at the clues here, though, remember we said we're looking for a a a nation, and it comes after seventeen ninety eight when we know that that mortal wound was healed. Yes, and we're looking for a nation then that speaks like a lamb. So it speaks like a dragon. Or looks looks like a lamb. Looks Looks like a a lamb. It looks like a lamb. It comes after seventeen ninety eight, but then it speaks like a dragon, and then you know we start to get into the territory of of verse twelve, where it says he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence, um, and causes all who of those um, who dwell on the earth to worship the first beast we, we talked a little bit about the authority of the first beast yeah. and how it, it, at points in history the Catholic Church were some of the, you know was, was one of the most authoritative groups on earth not only because they had political power you know they didn't just have a you know a strong army, army yeah. during the, the time of the Holy Roman Empire but because of the you know the religious uh, the religiosity of the nation, uh, I described a story yesterday about the King of England having to to bow down before the oh, king yes. and spend spend three whole days outside in the snow in sackcloth. Um, to, to get the nation out of interdict, which we, you know, I, I described interdict as this, you know, thing that the Pope can do, which is essentially he can make a whole nation lost. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. So, so essentially, we, we started to, to work through these signs um, and see more and more and more, okay, who could this nation be? You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Okay, well, in this segment, I'm going to drop a bit of a bomb. What are you? Oh, oh no, um, look out. Gonna Here it drop, comes. I'm going to drop a bit of a bomb, and I'm going to base these on the signs that it gives. You know? yep. Okay, so what are the signs? You're making a call. It's a lamb-like, <laughs> it's a lamb-like yep. know, nation. Um, so it's, so it know, looks like a lamb. It looks like a lamb. It, it's, you know, at its inception, it was based on cri- Christian principles, yep. um, you know, which I, you know, which is separation of church and state and freedom of religion and, and these kinds of things. Okay. It would arise after 1798. Yep. Around that, around that time, as you know, as we, as you can imagine, you know, the, 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 the papal system, the, the first beast is receiving this deadly wound, yep. which we know is in 1798 when the, the Vatican was ransacked and the Pope was taken captive by the yep. generals of yep. Napoleon. That's history. That's history. Um, and so we're going to be looking at a nation that comes up at the same time. Yeah, yep. that, that, that is rising to power at the same time. So you're going to make a drop a bomb. Come on. Yeah, I'm going to drop this bomb. And also, you know, the f- third being thing being that it, that it eventually speaks like a, a dragon. So it speaks against, um, yep. Yep. you know, you know, it exercises great authority, and it's a great so power. So it's, it's going to rise to like a, almost like a worldwide, you know, a world worldwide power. power. Okay, yep. I'm going to propose that the United States of America 
is the second beast of Revelation. Whoa! Whoa. Come on, Lawson, convince Man, me. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not usually the one that comes here and drops these bombs. Usually it's Lyle, and usually I'm sitting where you're sitting, and I'm like, oh, Lyle, what are you doing? That's crazy. And then he defends his position, and, and of yeah, course... Yeah, well, come on, you, you, you know, dropped the bomb. Uh, now, now, tell me why. <laughs> let me just say quickly, you know, the reason why I can say that is not because of a guess. Yeah, we go through the signs and we say, okay, what are the signs given? What is the criteria given? We're we're not, you know, we we don't hate anyone. We don't no. have an agenda to hate anyone. I've just been to the US. It's a lovely you know, country, and especially, <laughs> you know, I'm going to go through these signs. But before I do, you know, if the US is the second beast of Bible prophecy, which you know the Bible has some very harsh words about, yeah. Um, does that mean we need to then adopt an anti-American attitude and never go to America and never talk to Americans? No, you know, is, I love uh, the American people. Is, is uh, you know, Lyle's wife, Shell, is she lost? Oh, she's American, she, that's right. She's American, so is she lost because she's from the States? If well, you're listening, Shell, we love you. <laughs> no, we love Shell. Um, obviously not. Same as, you know, being part of the Catholic system, you know, of that system doesn't make you lost yep. just because, you know, the papacy is... The so you're saying this is another system, it's not This is people. another another system, um, another you know another group that's yeah group system type thing that's going to be that's going to be rising up. Of course, um, we are coming into very very modern history now. You know, this is very close to us. 1798 was you know only a couple hundred years ago. Yeah. Um, and now we're, we are seeing these events unfold before us. But let's go through the signs. How can I yep. say this without going through the signs and, and pr- defending my position? Um, if you want to call up and tell me that I'm a heretic, well, then give us a call, 1-800-324. We'd love to talk to you. But, okay, so let's let's have a look here. Um, we, we I gave a date of, the, you know, the 1798 date. Around the same time, if America is to be the second beast of Bible prophecy, yep, yep. it would have to rise up at the same time. Well, check this out. Um, in uh, 1798, yes, the Pope was taken captive. But let's yep. look at some American history. Uh, the United States declared its independence in 1776. So that yep. was the first time it said, okay, we are independent as a nation. Of course, they were, you know, warring, you know, they had the... Against the Britain and whatever the, else. You yep. know, the, against the red coats and, and all of those things. But in 1776, they said, okay, we are like, we are, you know, our own sovereign nation. Um, in... Um, in it voted its constitution in 1787 and adopted yeah, its bill of rights right time, yeah. in 1791. So again, we're approaching that date of 1798 again. And that constitution, when you look at it, is founded upon religious freedom. Mm, exactly. Yeah. Again, this feeds into this idea of it being a a, a lamb like nation. Um, yeah. This constitution, again, that you know the 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 right of free speech, the right of religious liberty, yeah. all of these things being Christian principles, which for the first time in in a nation, in this de- democratic nation, was you know instilled in its constitution. In fact, America became a haven for true Christianity in its inception. You know, that's what beautiful. beautiful that's what place. it was all yeah. about. Um, but check this out: in 1798, the United States was recognized internationally by Europe as a sovereign nation and an emerging world power. 
1798. Right on time in 1798. Of course, another clue which I uh, my mind sort of skipped this morning. I didn't talk about was that it came from the land. We talked about this this uh, this 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 contrast that the Bible draws. Yep. You know, we know that water in the Bible represents people. Yep. Um, and the first beast, uh, the beast of the sea, which is the Antichrist, which we we said was the the papacy. It arises out from the sea, yep. um, which we can assume would be a very heavily populated area, which Europe was. Yes, when it, you know, very when it much came, so. It was when, a known world when, back then. When the papacy, yeah, yeah came on the scene in, in 476, between that 476 and 538 AD time period, it was the known world. Yeah. You know, it was the known world, whereas this is coming from a, a very sparsely populated area. It's the beast of the earth. There's no waters here, very sparsely populated, which America was. Mm. You know, mm. we see America now has, what, 350 million population? Very populated now. <laughs> Most of which it, we're in it, pretty much like like we're talking about 99 point I would say 7% of Americans today are immigrants. Yeah. You yeah. know the you know the, there's a very low population in America now of native Americans. Yeah. Um yeah so just complete Which which is an irony when Trump's now trying to build walls to keep people out. Yeah yeah yeah. Whoa, <laughs> man Donald Trump the wall oh we could we could go down this route. Well, we will touch on this but let's uh yeah just just thinking about this yeah very sparsely populated area. So we've yeah. we've established a few things. It was you know a, a lamb like nation. You know, it was based on uh, principles of Christianity in its constitution. It rose up in 1798, the date that it said it would rise up. And it was a very sparsely populated area. You know, as we start to to see this criteria, there's no other nation that fits the bill. No. Um, It is is only America. If you find another one that fits the bill, give us a ring. Yeah, give us a call (laughs) and, 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 you know, tell us. Um, what we're doing is wrong. You know, yeah. uh, we we would love you to challenge us on this. Um, but yeah, the the prophecy also predicts that it would speak like a dragon. It would talk tough, and it would exercise authority as the beast. We know that today, um, the United States is one of the you know the, is the forefront of you know world power yep. you know one of the biggest economies in the world one of the strongest militaries in the world it really has authority you know like you know like United not nations nation, are you know. speaking to there and yeah yeah they, well in fact they have the ability for donald trump to say okay yep the united nations no we don't want yep. anything to do with and you. nato look at nato that goes around and does what the u.s says off yeah, they go like and, and, and do to carry out their will it's so. um yeah, it's incredible, really. If if any nation had authority as you know as that 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 has control over the world, it would be America. In fact, you know, you'd, you'd go so much to say like no other country has had an influence, um, you know, economically, technologically, culturally, and historically. Um, as America, Has had, you know, yeah. uh, one of the the sort of world language at the moment, you know, in, in during periods of history, for example, the world language in the first century um, around the time of Jesus was Greek. Um, yeah. Every every nation, although they, you know, uh, the Hebrews at the time were speaking Aramaic and and all that kind of thing, um, the world language was was Greek. Um, you know, the world na- uh, the world language 
in, in today, in, in the 21st century, is English. And, and sure, that goes back to, you know, the British colonies and whatnot, but America as well, you know, just because of the cultural influence that America has had through, you know, even we, we, we look at the media and movies and all, everything like movies. Well, look at things like Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola, <laughs> like movies. Basketball. All, all these things like, uh, yeah, America. Yeah, <laughs> the NFL and, yeah. and the NBA being the two biggest sports in the world, like, like uh, you know, to, to the most watched sports in the world. This is yeah, America. thousands yeah. upon thousands to put the ads into the those those, mm. those big games. Because yeah. it's so culturally significant, not only in America, but all around the world. I would go so far to say, yeah, the reason the world language today is English is not so much because of England, but because of America. Yeah. Because of that cultural impact that they've had you know really really incredible we're going to continue to to go through this and then get into the more spooky part of this prophecy um but right now this is melissa otto with never move you are listening to faith fn stay tuned i have never seen your love move no i've never seen its way Stands like a strong tower That no storm could ever shake No, I've never seen your love move Nor the colors of it fade Its tones only get deeper With each closer step
was Melissa Otto with Nevermore. Of course, we would be telling another clue for the quiz right now, but oh, yep. no, we would be. That's right. But, but someone has already won the clue. Sh- uh, sorry. Has already won the quiz. Taking the prize and <laughs> so run. So <laughs> she's taking the prize and run. Shout out Jackie. Um, yeah, she's just killing it. But we have been going through our Bible study, our encounter with God section, and we dropped a bit of a bomb. I made a big of a bit of a you made big, a call <laughs> big claim um, that that I believe that this this second beast here, um, the beast of the earth, is is America. And we just went through the signs, you know, that this was a, a lamb like beast, so a, 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 a nation that was. Uh, founded on Christian principles, it came from an you know an unpopulated area of the earth that uh, you know had great authority over the earth. Um, rose about the same time, as the, the fatal same wound. Time yep. as the fatal wound, so around seventeen ninety eight, in which you know you you put all those signs together, and there really is only one nation that fits the bill, and it is America. But I think the most amazing thing about this prophecy, and I I think why. Um, you know, the place that we're in now is that half of this prophecy is fulfilled. You know, the beast yep. of the sea is full. Like, we, we've seen all of these things it's very unfold. Yep. But now, as, um, you know, this beast of the earth, this is in our time. Yep. We are seeing this unfold before our very eyes. On our news screens. On our news screens. This is this is amazing. Just, just um, I was reading just last night that um, there's a lot of controversy right now in the States mm. because President Trump has been signing Bibles for um, hurricane survivor victims. Um, people, Some people are saying he shouldn't do that because um, the same hand that signs Bibles has has signed hush money for um, film stars and stuff oh, like that. Man. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> but others are saying, well, this is a tradition of the presidents that they actually go out there mm. and, and sign these Bibles and it's, and it's a lamb-like beast that, yeah. that's upholding the scriptures. Yeah, but at the same time, we're seeing that speaking like a dragon more clearly than ever before. I think more than ever before, America has been it, like America is in a place in the moment of just great division. Yep, you know, um, I think. American, you know, started with these these principles of Christianity, and and through its ages, there has just been those those glimpses and those those periods of time of like, oh, like what is what is going on here? We look at things like the, you know, the African trade, slave trade, yep. the Civil War, and, and and you know, there there are times where it's like, okay, yeah, this does look, you know, it is, it, you know, in its constitution is founded on Christian principles, but then it's like there are those things that take you aback and it's like oh man and yeah more than ever before we're seeing it and one of the things um you know about the whole lamb like you know the the thing about it speaking like a dragon one of the signs of that is the restriction of religious freedom in schools of in, all places in, in schools in in just all over the yeah. place and we're seeing that now you know we we we've seen with the um the the whole cake wars you know going yep. on in america um you know the uh, that you can no longer pray in schools you can no, you can no longer, longer put up the ten commandments you know, um, there, there is just this real restriction of you know religiosity of of, of religion and so there's signs that the dragon like beast is starting mm, to to mm, get a bit fiery um, because that you know th- that restriction of um of 
religious freedom was, you know, one of the things of the first beast. You know, that was yep. one of the main characteristics of the first beast, that there would this be, you know, a state religion, an ultimate restriction on the freedom of religion. Um, and then we see in this second beast, you know, in, in America, um, it's basically saying, okay, it's going to start off with Christian principles. And then as it moves through time, it's going to be making a, you know, an image is going to be given authority from the first beast. And it's going to be, you know, yeah, looking, 12, yeah. looking more and more like that beast. I mean, we're seeing that as we're, you know, moving through year by year and we're seeing the restrictions more and more of religious liberty and freedom. Um, and it's funny, you know, now in the name of tolerance, I don't want to talk too much on this um you know but it it is really you know when we're seeing the the rise of of post-modernism and what comes with that is you know ultimately a no standards on morals um you know yeah. because post-modernism at its at its fundamental core is that you know um there's a million ways a million different ways to to view the world modernism is a similar thing there's there's an infinity amount of ways to, to view the world. And so what modernism says is the, the okay, well, if there's infinity amount of ways to view the world, well, then which one should we say is correct? Yeah. And modernism says, well, functionality is is correct. You know, functionality should be the priority of the way that we view the world. And that's, you know, what sparked, uh, you know, a lot of the you know, the great scientific movements and, and, yep. and the Industrial Revolution is this idea of, oh, we want to be more functional, we want to be more functional, um, which that functionality was very repressed during the Dark Ages and then yep. with the rise of modernism, we saw it explode. But then postmodernism takes the next step that says, okay, there's an infinity amount of ways to view the world. What is truth? <laughs> but that, what is truth is the perfect thing. But then they say, well, functionality isn't the correct way. There is no correct way. And then so you have, you know, a philosophy where it's like there's no correct way to view the world. Yep. And so anyone that claims that there's a correct way is ultimately, you know, an attack on that philosophy. Yep. So then when that philosophy of postmodernism becomes authoritarian, when a philosophy that, you know, there is no moral standards. And, and well, you look at um, there's a lot of controversy around the election of the president there in the United States that um, his morals left a lot to be desired. When, when a lot of the rumors there and um, mm. a lot of them are proven as fact. Um, we chose a president whose morals didn't didn't really come into it when yeah, we chose a yeah, president. Hundred percent. And when we're seeing, you know, uh, the moral breakdown of of you know that hey, there's no longer a standard of morals, and people can sort of do it their want what they want morally. Yeah. Um, and I think the the forefront of that that we've seen, you know, over the, especially in the last 10, 15, 20 years, has been the rise of the the LBGT community. Yes, that yep. uh, you know, if, at, at its inception, there was this understanding of the moral that. Um, you know, the, the there was a man and a woman in the promotion of families, and we're seeing that that as a moral standard is being broken down. The attack on the idea of the family unit is um, what is family is now up for debate. Mm. Yep. But we're, so we're seeing that breakdown, um, you know, in moral standard. But then when that when this idea that there are no moral standards and anyone who claims to have one is essentially attacking you, yep. when that becomes authoritarian, you know, as as a regiment for a country, well then. That's where the ultimate persecution and the ultimate restriction of freedom of religion comes in. Yeah. Because you've, you've got to think, like, if a bunch of people are claiming that they're being attacked, you know, 
by people having moral standards, which, you know, the Bible has a standard. Yeah. The Bible has a standard. Like, anyone who claims that the Bible doesn't have a standard has never read the Bible or is seriously misinterpreting the Bible. Well, read the, the Bible, words of Jesus in know, the Beatitudes. You know, and, yeah. the Bible has a standard, and ultimately, you know, if we really strip that back, this, that standard is love, and the natural progression of that is love your neighbor as yourself yeah. and love your God, and the natural progression of that is the, the Ten Commandments. That is this, yeah. the, the Bible's fundamental standard. Um, and as we're seeing countries move away from that and then being claimed that, you know, oh, they're being attacked by anyone who, who claims to live that way and then becoming authoritarian about it, saying that, oh, yeah, now we have the authority to to persecute you in the name of tolerance. Like, man, we are just seeing the, the ultimate form of of persecution and this is really what we're seeing rising up in America at the moment of course uh, we are quickly running out of time and tomorrow yeah. we'll get into verse 13 and 14 you know he performs great signs so that he even makes fire come down from heaven on the, in the sight of men this is a very speculated verse lots of speculation what does we're that gonna, mean we're yeah. going to be talking about that tomorrow but I think essentially you know the main thing is is we've been in this beast in these beasts looking at you know really some of the, the worst you know some of the spa- Satan inspired worst things in history but ultimately you know we've just got to come back to jesus we just got to come back to jesus and give it to him and know that you know if we're following god it doesn't matter who we are it doesn't matter where we are um you know god has got our backs this is tyron wells with hills and valleys
listening to Faith FM, positively different radio.
Welcome back to Faith FM. We have come to the time in our day where we answer a question. Darren. Yeah, question of the day today what, is, what is that Lawson, question? why should we read the Bible? Why should we read the Bible? That's a that's a good, that that's a really good question. Can right? we be a Christian, when, I mean, without reading the Bible? Oh, can we be a Christian without reading the Bible? That goes even further. Well, check this out. Okay, so if you're a Christian... You're a Christian. The word Christian is 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 is, is a compound word. Yep. The first word of Christian being Christ. You know. So ultimately, the word Christians means to be a follower or a subscriber to the Christian religion. Um, well, you know, the primary resource, the primary document on all the information about the Christian religion is the Bible. So if you're claim to be a Christian this and then you don't book. <laughs> read the Bible, well then I don't know how you could be a Christian. That's like saying that's like saying, oh yeah, you know I I uh, you know I, I drive a car, but then you don't have a, like you know I'm I'm a I'm a registered legal driver, but then you don't have a driver's license. That's yeah. a com- it's a complete oxymoron. It doesn't yeah, it even takes a lot of driving and learning to be yeah. able to drive a car. Yeah. So <laughs> if you're like, oh yeah, I, I'm a I'm a car driver, and you've never driven a car before, that's what it's like being a Christian that's never read the Bible before. Um, or like being a jockey but never ride a horse. <laughs> being a jockey and never riding a horse. Yeah, we could go on with the, the with the illustration, but it's it's very clear. I think the next point I want to make is you know if we're followers of Christ. You know, and there is this importance in reading the Bible. Well, check this out. This is incredible. This the beginning of the book of John is probably one of the the most well known passages in the Bible, and it describes Jesus. And this is how it yep. describes him. It says, "In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God." Logos. Yep. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. This is describing Jesus as the word of God. You know, this this word of God here, this Bible that we have, am I saying, oh, well, Jesus is the Bible? No, what I'm saying is, is that the Bible comes from Jesus and the Bible is about Jesus. And if we want to know Jesus, if we want to get close to Jesus, if we, you know, Christianity fundamentally is about having a relationship with Jesus. That is the the point. That is yep. the, you know, the fundamental teaching is that you have a relationship with God. You know, if we knew nothing about God, you know, if we knew nothing about Jesus, it would be impossible to have a relationship with him. And where do we learn more about Jesus? Well, we learn about it from the Bible again, coming back. I guess there's four books. You know, there's, there's, Gospels and the, other passages in the Old Testament that point to him. The, so. you know, yeah, well, you have the Old the Old Testament, which points to Jesus. You have the um, the Gospels, which is the life of Jesus. Then you have the the Epistles, which is the retrospective of Jesus, the meaning of Jesus, the Revelation, the Revelation, <laughs> which is pointing forward again to the second coming of Jesus. So, well, the, you know, we could say it's the Revelation of Jesus. It yeah. is the testimony of Jesus. So, yeah, you know, the good Bible, point, good point. The Bible, in and of itself, is about. Jesus is about the Christ and to be Christian you need the Bible well it's just an absolute oxymoron it is a logical fallacy um, to be a Christian and to not read the Bible and to not know anything about the Bible I just want to you know chuck in a quick verse in John chapter 6 and verse 35 Jesus says I am the bread of life he who comes to me shall never hunger 
and he who believes in me shall never thirst. He says, Jesus himself says, I am the bread of life. The bread is used in the Bible to describe itself. You know, yep. the, the bread is a symbol in the Bible to describe the word of God. The word of God. Yep. And then Jesus says, well, I am the bread. You know, essentially saying, well, what is the point of reading the Bible? Well, it's about coming to me, learning more about me, having a relationship with me, getting to know me better. This is the point of the Bible. This yep. is the point yep. of Christianity. And Jesus himself just says it so clearly and plainly. Yes, like... I am the bread of life. Come to me. The last verse I want to mention, of course, in in Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16, the Bible says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God um, and is profitable for for doctrine, for reproof, um, for instruction, and for correction in righteousness. Um, The Bible does really affect your life. Um, As a Christian, I can personally attest to the way that the Bible has just affected my life so dramatically um, to the point where I get to come on air and teach you about it on the radio. But yeah, incredible. This is Abby Eaton with Man of Sorrows.
welcome back to Faith FM. We have come to the end of our show, but I believe there is someone joining us here in the studio. Hello? Are you there? Hey, guys. Oh, oh Lyle. Lyle. Where in the world is Lyle? <laughs> Live from Ethiopia, the Axum, the ancient capital of the Ethiopian Empire. Oh, what a gun. That's wow. awesome. So we spent the day today. We went to the Queen of Sheba's palace. We saw mm. a swimming pool. Uh, we saw where the uh, the Ark of the Covenant is supposedly kept. Oh, wow. um, we saw we saw a one we saw a one thousand year old Bible written on uh, on vellum on leather. Wow, um, written in the Ethiopic uh, language. Um, just an amazing day. So much history and so much heritage. Man, here. that is so good. That is awesome. Have you got anything to say to our listeners? Oh, hey, just just want to say I miss you guys. Um, <laughs> I'm super thankful for your prayers. Mm. And, uh, yeah, look forward to giving you some more information as we continue to research. Just, you know, a country with such rich heritage and such amazing history, particularly history of Christianity. Awesome. That is so good. Well, I'm, oh, man, I'm so keen for till I get over there and then we'll be doing radio from over in Ethiopia. It's going to be, <laughs> going to be so good. Lyle, Amazing. thanks heaps for chatting with us. Of course, we have come to the end of our show where we give something away. What are we giving away? Just quick giveaway is, um, we're doing Revelation today and pretty heavy stuff in Revelation. How to Survive Armageddon by John C. Woo. Brunt. Safe in the arms of loving God. Give us a call. First caller you will get. Yeah. How to survive Armageddon. 1-800-324-843. You will get that book completely for free. No quiz, no anything. Of course, if you're in the area and you want to learn more about the Bible um, at all, we have a number of Bible study series. Just give us a call. 1-800-324-843. This has been Faith FM. what they say I know that if I do I'll be following something I can't know deceitful and untrue I couldn't love you if I tried I couldn't find a way unless my heart is led by God I'll only go astray if we wanna be one heart one flesh one instead of two there's gotta be three cords woven, God and me and you. If our hearts burn within us with the fire that consumes, only then can we say I love you. Well, God is love, He gives to us a priceless gift that's free. He gave Himself, He gave His all unconditionally. I want to love you like he does, Lord Give me eyes to see The only way I can is if You live inside of me If we want to be one heart, one flesh One instead of two There's got to be three cords woven God and me and you If our hearts burn within us with fire that consumes only then can we say I love you love is kind love never fails it ain't 
boastful, proud or rude It bears all things, believes all things Rejoices in the truth And love will never seek her own Love's patient, love endures And if we want love like that It's what we'll have to do If we wanna be one heart, one flesh One instead of two There's gotta be three chords woven God and me and you Our hearts burn within us with the fire that consumes Only then can we say I love you And was and will 